Perak Vav Mishnah Hay. Previous Mishnah began to describe the ten huts that were located along the route that the Ish Iti would take when taking the goat from Yerushalayim to the cliff from which the goat would be thrown off. We learned that the first Sukkah hut was a mill from Yerushalayim, and that each successive hut was another mill away. And the final hut was two mill from the actual cliff. Our Mishnah states, I'll call Sukkah v'sukkah omrim lo Each and every Sukkah along the way, a person who was stationed there, he was there from the beginning of Yom Kippur, and there was food and drink in each Sukkah, would offer these things to the Ish Iti. In a case he was too exhausted to go on, he had the option, technically he could break his fast, because the mitzvah to complete this part of the Avod of Yom Kippur supersedes the prohibition not to eat or drink on Yom Kippur. And so it was important to have that option, knowing that he had that option, gave the Ishiti strength. And the Mishnah describes further, Umelavin osome sukkah lesukkah. Previous Mishnah said how prominent people from Shalayim would escort him to the first sukkah. And then when he reached sukkah one, person or if there's people in there, they would escort him until sukkah two, and so on and so forth. And it was permitted for all of these people who would escort him at these legs of the journey. As mentioned in the previous mission, one mill of 2,000 amos. Now, Allah a person may go 2,000 amos from his place or city of residence on Shabbos, or in this case, Yom Kippur. So the first people who escorted him, they were allowed 2,000 amos from Yerushalayim. So they were allowed to go all the way until the first hut. The person staying in the first hut, you know, he was there from the beginning of Yom Kippur, that was his place of residence. He was permitted to go 2,000 amas to one mill till the next hut, etc. And this pattern continued. Except after the EGT had left the tenth and final hut, the people of that hut couldn't escort him all the way to the cliff, for the distance between the tenth hut and the cliff was two mils, 4,000 amas. They could only escort him half of the way. And so in practice, they stood at a distance, and they were a whole mill away, and watched whatever they could see from there. So the obvious question is, why not just make an 11th hut, and then he could be escorted all the way? No, this was intentional, that he be by himself, that no one be within permissible range, like no one be considered a resident of the place of the Azazel, this took this cliff. The Pasuk describes the place where the goat is thrown off the cliff as Eretz Gzeira, an uninhabited land. So it was specifically necessary that nobody technically be considered a resident of this place. Of course, the Ishiti himself was permitted to go beyond his Tchum because he was fulfilling this mitzvah of the day. We can't have anyone who is considered a halachic resident of the area in order to fulfill the Pasuk's description of Eretz Gzeira. And so he wasn't a squatter for that last mill of the journey. Rather, they stood a mill away and watched from that distance.